0: Behind every great design, behind every great collection, there is a narrative. Try to get to know the narrative of that designer. Hello, and welcome back to You Have to Wear Something. Happy Juneteenth weekend, everyone. And I truly mean everyone. June 19th is Juneteenth. And why does it matter? Why should we care? Why are all companies suddenly honoring it? Well, we are about a month into our civil unrest and revolution and non-black people are quickly trying to play catch up on the history never taught to them in school or at home. Trump claimed this was the first time we were hearing of it. No comment at all. And companies rushed to offer Juneteenth off as a paid holiday. Well, not Tesla, who has been quiet on, let's see, the Black Lives Matter movement, Pride Month, and he mentioned Juneteenth only to advise employees it was not a paid holiday, and take the day off with your PTO if you like. So you know I love everything actual and factual, so let's get going. Juneteenth is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the United States. Dating back to 1865, it was on June 19th that the Union soldiers, led by Major General Gordon Granger, landed at Galveston, Texas with the news that the war had ended and that the enslaved were now free. Note that this was two and a half years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, which had become official January 1st, 1863 the Emancipation Proclamation had little impact on the Texans due to the minimal number of Union troops to enforce the new executive order. However, with the surrender of General Lee in April of 1865 and the arrival of General Ranger's regiment, the forces were finally strong enough to influence and overcome the resistance. There were many reasons slaves were kept in the dark. The messenger with the news was murdered on his way to Texas. Another is that the news was deliberately withheld by the enslavers to maintain the labor force on the plantations. And still another reason is that federal troops actually waited for the slave owners to reap the benefits of one last cotton harvest before going to Texas to enforce the Emancipation Proclamation. One of General Granger's first orders of business was to read to the people of Texas, General Order number three, which began with, the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves. And the connection heretofore existing between them becomes that between employer and hired laborer. Yeah, we know how that worked out. The reactions to this profound news ranged from pure shock to immediate jubilation. While many lingered to learn of this new employer to employee relationship, many left before these offers were completely off the lips of their former masters, attesting to the varying conditions on the plantations and the realization of freedom. Even with nowhere to go, many felt that leaving the plantation would be their first grasp of freedom. Now, why isn't it a national holiday? It just may be, well, let's start with Opal Lee. Opal Lee has been fighting to make Juneteenth a national holiday for more than 40 years. On Friday, the 93-year-old activist continued that fight by marching 2.5 miles down West Lancaster Avenue, a distance symbolizing the 2.5 years it took for slaves in Texas to realize they had been freed. A line of more than 150 cars followed her as she marched from the Fort Worth Convention Center to a parking lot near Will Rogers Memorial Center. As Congress considers legislation to make Juneteenth a national holiday, Lee believes that the time has finally come. She said, I think the climate is now. The protests, the virus has made it urgent to get something done as quickly as possible, Lee said. It it would be wonderful for it to happen on the 19th of June, but if not now, soon. She thinks that it's the young men and women who have been protesting the deaths of unarmed Black people that are the ones who must continue her legacy of fighting for social justice. We have gone through these same things over and over again, and let's hope that this is the last time we have to go through it, Lee said. It's left... Up to them to take that protest to the table and take that energy to get some things done. We've tried. Martin Luther King tried. Others have tried. So let them be the ones that make change happen. Opal Lee's family was actually terrorized by a white mob. She was a 12-year-old girl when her home was burnt down by white rioters on June 19, 1939. More than 80 years later, some believe that a sea of change has flooded the country in regard to policing and racial inequality. Opal's petition recently reached a million signatures. So, how have you all out there, especially non-black people, been supporting Black Lives Matter? Are you donating? Are you buying from black businesses? Maybe you are reading more black authors and absorbing content that speaks to dismantling white supremacy. Or maybe you helped pull down one of many statues built to celebrate slave owners. The content of the week for me was that full read on Connie in Baton Rouge. In a now viral video, an activist sharply criticized the Louisiana school board member who defended naming the school after Robert E. Lee and who then appeared to be online shopping while at a hearing on the topic. He said, you sit your arrogant self in here and sit on there shopping while the pain and the hurt of the people of this community is on display because you don't give a damn and you should resign. Gary Chambers Jr. told board member Connie Bernard at the hearing, you should walk out of here and resign and never come back because you are the example of racism in this community. You are horrible. I always err on the side of amplifying Black women's voices, including my own, right in this very moment. Red Table Talk is amazing because it's three generations of Black women addressing issues we actually care about. In the last episode, you can never go wrong with words from Angela Davis, but also, to me, breakdown of what a Karen is, you know what it is, but y'all want to act stupid, fine. Want to know how to do better? Be better watch and read some of the things that Black people watch and read. It was a great show and as always, and Tamika Mallory made it on Beyonce's new song, Black Parade. In addition to Bey's well-edited and curated Buy Black Shopping Guide on her website, whatever you think about the song doesn't matter because proceeds from the song go to supporting Black business and Beyonce has all the receipts for supporting the Black community past, present, and future. As we approach one of America's favorite holidays, July 4th, although these fireworks are going off every night, we'll have you thinking this today. Let's see how companies navigate the tricky messaging around supporting the Black community during a holiday when we all know damn well slaves who fought in the American Revolution were not free. Imagine... Dying for a country, fighting for freedom, only to be buried in an unmarked or mass grave. Because that's how slaves were buried. We would then spend an additional 100 plus years as slaves after the American Revolution. America should get rid of July 4th altogether. Damn the barbecue and damn the cookout. So I will get ready for more inauthentic messages from companies such as the one from Reformation. Shortly after they announced their so called solidarity with the black community, a longtime former black employee, a black woman, exposed their blatant lies, um, such as declining all black models, stating they were not ready for that yet. Passing her up for three years for a promotion of store manager, even though she ran the store without a manager for years, and they hired less qualified white women to manage over her. Yael Aflalo, CEO and founder of Reformation, stepped down this week and claimed she failed. You think? I mean, really? The best idea you had to celebrate Black History Month was for you and a colleague to post yourselves eating fried chicken? The sister even pointed out how Ref is not even as sustainable as they claim to be, and she could prove it. Personally, I think the direct support of Black business can sometimes be better, than donating to organizations. The money does hit several hands before benefiting the community, but that's just my opinion. If you know a black business, or frankly, any marginalized group, like, I don't know, women, support them. Some black businesses I support off the top of my head that I know personally are Lovely Earthlings, Beautiful and Quirky Illustrations by Karina Paris. Erin Juliana. She focuses on modern affirmations and has a cute self-love toolbox slash kit to order. Good juju is always essential, guys. Michael Lavelle Wine. Yes, a black winery. The site is sipmichaellavelle.com. And Commune, again, shoes, nude pumps for black women. And I'm trying to book a lovely lady from Founder Gym, Founder Gym is the first online training program specifically designed to help underrepresented tech startup founders raise money to scale their startups. And today is also a great day because I received my first supporter. That's monetary support, by the way, y'all. So thank you to that person for planting a seed, and I hope to get more supporters soon. And until next time, peace.